Welcome, Bear Nation, to another UPIC Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Justice. In today's episode, I was able to sit down with Kelly Wells, the University of Pikeville Athletic Director. He talks about the COVID-19 safety precautions for UPIC athletics, unveiling of the UPIC Sports Network, and his vision for the Bears baseball program. So let's get started. This is Gary Justice here with the Athletic Director for the University of Pikeville, Kelly Wills. Coach Wills, appreciate you taking time to speak with us today. Oh, really excited. You know, thankful for you and thankful for our programs here at the university. And, uh, you know, 26 of them now that we're trying to trying to lift up. Uh, it's challenging, but certainly we're not talking about COVID today. So <laughs> I am super excited. Well, real quick on the COVID thing. I know we have some parents um, maybe listening to the podcast, not as close to campus. Uh, one, I've been super impressed with what you're doing through the athletics departments for the coaches as far as keeping players safe. Um, speak to that a little bit as far as player safety through athletics. Yeah, we, we're going to err on the side of caution 100% of the time, and even if it sacrifices some games. Uh, so, like, it's been challenging as a competitor to, to try to look out of a different lens to make sure that every kid is, is safe, and we're doing that with daily screenings. We're doing that with hand washing and sanitation and making sure they do their daily quizzes every morning. Testing has been a huge piece of what we're trying to do as well, and uh, I would love to tell you I have all the credit for that. Our athletic training staff has been a home run. Emily Atkinson has been great really cares about the kids, really uh, diligent. We have a spreadsheet now that we talk, that each of us get through a Google document, and uh, it shows how many positive cases we were to have, if we have anybody in quarantine, and kind of using a percentage-type deal with uh, under 10% of your roster that has uh, any kind of exposure. We carry on pretty normal, just pull that person out of the, the mix, get to 15%. Red flags are starting to come up, and then anything over that, we're going to shut the team down till till we get that back under control. So we're not like unlike anybody else. We have our situations here. It's unrealistic to think we wouldn't, uh, but we act on it. We don't ignore it. We want to know, and I think it's it's positive for us to find those and know them, so we can get them safe, get them healed up, and get them back, uh, so they're not taking that to other teammates, taking it home, things of that nature. So while it's been challenging and it's been daily adjustments. I feel like we're doing the right things for the safety of the students. Well, also just keeping the the, the student athletes' ability to practice and play, and, that, and that's the thing about it is the safety first, but also been a lot a lot of times students use that uh, athletics as a an escape sometimes, some motivation for classes. So safety first, but also safety first. I know we spoke to the baseball team uh, back before the break and to talking to them about make sure wearing the mask and safety. So. So we'll move on from COVID yeah. from there. So we we appreciate well, I, what you're doing. I will say this, you know, one of the one of the biggest concerns I have in the whole deal is the mental health part, and and part of that is if a student athlete you take their sport away from them, mm-hmm. uh, it'd be like anybody you take the most one of the most important things in their life away from them. It really causes some disruption in your life and your thinking. So we've really tried to keep that as a minimum, but at the same time we have to be safe. So we've we've moved to smaller groups at times. We've moved to team workouts. We've uh, pulled away to where we do virtual and Zoom, trying to be as creative as we can. But the mental health piece is the one I worry about more than more so than even maybe uh, the COVID piece for this this age group. But uh, the kids are being resilient. They're being awesome. They're they're trying hard. You know, when you see them wearing their masks, and uh, it just makes you smile inside your mask. Nobody can see it, but certainly we're <laughs> thankful for thankful for their compliance. And once if the humans will work along with our policies. We'll be in great shape. Uh, well, again, we appreciate what you're doing and through your leadership. And also, like talking about with Emily Atkinson, 
then also the student athletes actually buying into that to the policy there too. So let's uh, something I'm really excited to talk with you about. I know uh, I've had a little bit of knowledge, but I actually watched a couple of volleyball games on to it. The U Pike Sports Network. This is something you're unveiling and. Uh, talk a little bit about what the, the theory behind the UPIC Sports Network is and kind of what your vision for the network is, too. We've been super blessed throughout the years. We've had, had a, lot of, a lot of folks come in, and we have different avenues that we've broadcast our games, and a lot of those have just been, you know, either a basketball game or a football game. And we really, my vision's always been that, you know, we're in a university, we're in a learning environment, and we want our students to run things at our campus. Now, uh, there are times we have to do outsourcing, things of that nature, but the UPAC Sports Network came about because we want it to be student-led. So uh, we now have the resources, capabilities to be able to do some of those things on campus, and we're training our students. We're in the process of hiring a new sports information director. There'll be a huge plug for, for trying to get that going. And, you know, my, my biggest thing is, like, during COVID, we'll have restrictions on attendance. There's going to be things in place that, you know, we can't have full houses. We can't bring everybody to games. There's going to be no visitors coming to games, uh, visiting team people coming to the games. So we have a requirement, I think, in my mind, to, to present that to them as best we can. So streaming becomes that issue that venue uh, so we've been able to get uh, connections and internet and all of our facility all our facilities so we can stream all of our games live there's some that are unreasonable we, we probably aren't going to stream, stream a lot of golf maybe even and, and archery and things of that nature are just hard or they're unrealistic to kind of do those but all the games we possibly can we're going to put on stream so parents from california parents from georgia parents from Pikeville that don't they can't get out so we'll have that opportunity to kind of view those games and we owe that to them and certainly it's been something we've been trying to do for a long time and one positive from COVID has been it's forced us to kind of get this going quickly uh, you know the the sports network is um, one the, the two things I'm looking at one you talk about being student led and a lot of the times when students are even not film and media arts major or just want to get experience in sports broadcasting or behind the camera. And they now start building a resume, one, to see if that's what they want to do for the rest of their life. Uh, two, if they do want to, they start building that resume for that next job, too. So the student portion, I think, is great. And uh, and I think it's a, we are, you know, it's a, this is a learning environment. Yep. You know, whether it be um, on the sports field and in the classroom, whatever it may be, or behind the camera, it's a learning opportunity for that student. But also, too, um, I think it goes back to the mental health portion that you was talking about earlier with COVID, too. If if a family member is able to watch a ball game, because, you know, as far as mama or papa or mom, dad, or uncle, they've been to every one of the student-athletes' game as growing up. Now they live too far away from the game. It, it's hard on that student-athlete now because they don't have that ball game to talk to about with, with their grandparents. Now if they're able to watch the ball game, they, it increases that conversation too. And it's, I'm, I'm t- it's gut-wrenching to have to tell a visitor's team when they call and want tickets, want to know what our protocol is, and you have to tell them, like, you can't be there and that's you know as a parent that's gut-wrenching i can't imagine not seeing my daughter or son play in their contest but at the same time their understanding has been appreciated and uh, to be able to stream those where they can see them has been very beneficial and you know we hate that we're not full capacity and everybody can't come to the games but their sacrifices have to be made and, and certainly this is a remedy in some ways to kind of help with that but it is it's still hard to tell parents they can't come and uh, we have lifelong fans that, that may not be able to come, and if it comes to the point where we have no fans, that could be a possibility as well. So those are hard uh, conversations to have. 
uh, but I think this gives us a remedy to, to some of those kind of things. So the sports network is going to be available on the website, upikebears.com? Yeah, right on the main site, there's a big one of our taglines right under upikebears.com is watch. And when you just click on watch, it pulls that actual game that's going to be streaming. It's got the whole schedule there. Very, very user-friendly. It's free of charge. Nobody, nobody has to pay anything. We're incurring all the costs for those kind of things. But I've been shocked to see the response that we've had on our campus from students. Uh, we have some super talented folks here, you know, so like our interns and our work studies and I had a kid reach out yesterday uh, that showed me some examples of his video streaming he did when he was in, in high school and he's like, I'd love to get involved in this. So we have some superstars getting them trained and getting them funneled into our expectations. I've been, you know, when you're, when you get those kind of things really uplifting, so it's great to get our students involved. So with the, probably the group who'll be listening to this podcast, I'm sure there'll be one Baseball is included on this sports network. Baseball and softball. And it's been a little bit of a challenge. Those of you who know where our baseball and softball fields are located, it's just right outside of reach of any of our uh, current Wi-Fi and Internet from our gym or from our hoops building. So we had to run an absolute dedicated line over there and uh, to try to be able to get those things on there. And I would imagine you'd get to hear Mr. Gary Justice a little bit on the <laughs> on the call of some of those games too. So we're excited about that. And not that we've ever wanted to leave anybody out, but baseball and softball, just the location of the facility made it hard. Uh, but I think we've got that, that solution made now. Well, the, definitely with your leadership, I know you're a big supporter of the baseball pro- You support of all the athletic programs, but um, especially with this crowd, the baseball program, definitely uh, we appreciate you there too. So talk about your vision for the baseball program. I know you, you um, you're one of your, I guess this is your second second year as AD or third year? Third year, first year is full-time. For Okay, so you hired Coach Hamilton as the baseball coach. Talk about what your vision is for the baseball program. You know, our, our baseball has been a big staple to, to everything here. You know, I was listening, I was talking to Bill Barrett, actually went to lunch with him yesterday. You know, our softball field was built one year before our baseball field and uh, trying to get all that going. It's really two of our main on-campus facilities that we have outside of our gymnasium. And we're very prideful of that. You know, Johnny LeMaster Field is, is something we're very, very thankful for. And uh, to be able to honor those traditions of those people from the past is important to me. And, you know, I'm a big believer that a high tide lifts all boats and, We've had some very successful teams. You know, our, our women's bowling teams won national championships. Our men's basketball teams won national championships. We won a lot of conference championships and everything we do. And those that know me, uh, that's the expectation is not going to change. The standard is going to be the standard. Uh, so, like, uh, for me, I want to see our baseball program move to that elite level. Uh, one of those one of those avenues was hiring Coach Hamilton. I feel like he's got the opportunity and the capabilities to lead this program into that direction. He's got a great staff. Uh, he's an absolute relentless recruiter. Takes a lot of pride in a lot of things I do too. I like our image to look good. I like our facilities to look good, and he's doing all of those kind of things. So it's going to be a process. Uh, nothing happens overnight, uh, but certainly I think he's putting the right uh, uh, the right energies in the right places. And when it gets down to it. It doesn't matter what the coaches know, you got to have good players. So, like, I think the recruiting piece has been important, uh, trying to make sure that we develop and support him and his staff along that way. That's going to be critical. But I've, I'm, I'm so excited to stand beside of him and try to partner with him and try to get our program up to that elite level. I know Coach Hamilton, you mentioned the drive. He does have that drive. He wants to get to that elite level. In a couple of conversations I've had with him on the podcast and off the podcast, you know, year one was just getting everything established. Uh, you know, year two, you really want to start to recruit and start knocking on the door of a regional. You never can tell what will happen there. Now, th- year three and on, he wants to make it a staple every single year in being in that contention for a national tournament. Of course, the thing you can, I don't think you're 
um, goal, ultimate goal can be seen national championship because a lot of things are falling in place. But if you give yourself an opportunity to compete for that national championship, it's a little different. Yeah, you know, I, we've talked about this many times. You know, winning, I think, is a byproduct of doing a whole lot of other things right. So, I, you know, I think trying to get that culture set, trying to get the environment that he wants, trying to get the personnel that he wants, the direction, how they're going to play, the style of play, and it's it's different than it has been in the past. So, like, his, his strategy, his uh, plans are a little bit different. Uh, I support him. I see him on paper. I see him in, in action. So, like, I believe in him. Uh, he's getting the buy-in from the players, uh, and that's going to that's gonna move quickly. So, like, just saying we want to come in and win, well, there's there's a roadmap to that. So, like, he's definitely got the roadmap. Uh, we're early in the gates of his roadmap, but certainly we're moving quickly on the highway, and I can't wait to see the progress we're going to make even even as as quick as this year. If you don't mind, also talk about the – the two hires he's made uh, to, to complete his staff, uh, Zach Minnick, of course, he's the, the catching and hitting coach and then uh, does a lot de- stuff defensively of other positions too. And then Coach Will Sheffield, the, the pitching coach. Can you speak a little bit about Zach and Will? Yeah, you know, we've been blessed here. We've had great coaches for a long time here in, in, in a lot of our, our programs. Certainly baseball has been no exception to that. We've had great coaches along. But, you know, I think as a – as a head coach, you've got to get your your people in. I think that's an important piece, and uh, he's done that. You know, I think both Zach and Will are extraordinarily uh, gifted in in both of their fields. But all are baseball guys, no question about it, through and through. And you know that when I say that term, people that are really baseball guys understands what I'm what I'm talking about. It's not just something they do from three to five. It's something they do 24 hours a day, and and they go from the field, they go from home talking about it, to recruiting calls, to working on strategies, to getting players in here, extra hitting, extra pitching. Uh, so like having a complete collection of baseball people who understand the game has, has been critical for their success. When I watch them practice, they're working on things that, that win games, like moving, advancing runners, hitting behind runners, learning how to run the bases, Casey's very aggressive on the base pass, which I like. I personally, I'm an aggressive person anyway. So teaching those kind of things where it's not just something when you show up at a game like, hey, we're going to be really aggressive today, tomorrow maybe not. We know our game plan, you know, and I think working on those individual pieces is where Zach and Will have been tremendous at. And then also, Coach, just for the audience listening, uh, you have a background in baseball. You played baseball in high school. I know you played ba- basketball collegiately, though. Uh, very uh, a person had a lot of accolades in high school and playing baseball, too. So you understand what it takes to build a baseball program coming from a very successful program around County High School. Um, and you can see that work ethic needed, and I'm sure you can see that in Casey Will and Zach as well. Yeah, no, no question. Of course, I go way back with Casey to his dad. So, like, I, I know Jody very well and, and, and really went – through his career, my dad and him were very good friends, and I watched his successes at Boyd County and then moving on to Jessamine County, and he just is just a marvelous resource, and <clears throat> I was blessed to have that in father. Uh, Casey's very blessed to have that in the father, and anytime you can call somebody and kind of get their thoughts and their advice, and you don't always want that, I, I get that, but certainly to have such a successful bloodline, to be able to make those calls has been great, so his family's been awesome. We're thankful not only for Casey, but his entire family. Alex has been great, and Kennedy are awesome additions to our, our, our campus community here. We're just we're very thankful for them. Can't wait to see the, the fruits of the labor. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time and also just your support of the baseball program and, and your leadership here, too. So um, anytime I get to sit down with you, it's always a great day for me. Well, I, I wish we'd get all our fans but uh, at the games, but this streaming will be great. This podcast is awesome as well. So feel free to reach out to us. Anybody wants to get involved, we'd love to have you. Send me an email, send me a voicemail, whatever. We'll try to accommodate. And um, we always have some kind of gear laying around if somebody wants to swing by and say hello. Awesome. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Coach. Thanks.
Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Special thanks goes out to Kelly Wells, the UPIC Athletic Director, for appearing on today's Bears Baseball Podcast. I do have a couple updates regarding the Fall World Series. All games will be played at Johnny LeMaster Field on the campus of the University of Pikeville. The dates will be November the 13th, 14th, and 15th. First pitch times. November 13th will be at 3 p.m. November 14th will be 1 p.m. And November the 15th will be 2 p.m. It will be a great way to close out the fall practice schedule for the Bears. Also, regarding the podcast, a couple updates regarding this podcast for the Bears baseball team. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Please like and subscribe so you can stay up to date for the University of Pikeville Bears baseball program. And as always, go Bears.